cliffcentral.com We're going to cry, laugh, and love. And we're going to do it together. The Life with Libang podcast. Hi, everyone. My name is Rifilwe Peterser. I'm going to start by reading you a poem written by Maya Angelou. Um, titled, the poem is titled, Life Doesn't Frighten Me. It goes like this. Shadows on the wall, noises down the hail. Life doesn't frighten me at all. Bed dogs barking loud, big ghost in a cloud. Life doesn't frighten me at all. Mean old mother goose, lions on the loose, they don't frighten me at all. Dragons breathing flame on my counterplane, that doesn't frighten me at all. I go boo, make them shoo, I make fun, way they run. I won't cry, so they fly, I just smile, they go wild. Life doesn't frighten me at all. Tough guys in a fight. All alone at night. Life doesn't frighten me at all. Panthers in the park. Strangers in the dark. No, they don't frighten me at all. That new classroom where boys pull all my hair. Kissy little girls with their hair in curls. They don't frighten me at all. Don't show me frogs and snakes. And listen for my scream. If I'm afraid at all, it's only in my dreams. I've got a magic charm that I keep up my sleeve. I can walk the ocean floor and never have to breathe. Life doesn't frighten me at all. Not at all. Not at all. Life doesn't frighten me at all. Sure. Hey, how moving and how beautiful was that? Thank you, Rifilwe. Thank you. <laughs> for blessing us today and for gracing us with that poem and with your presence. Thank both you. both of those things are just lovely. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. If you've just tuned in and just joined us, thank you so much for being here. This is another episode of Life with Lebang, courtesy of Cliff Central. And this is the hashtag, this is a special. And this is us is a place where we have conversations with South Africans who are doing amazing work and who are giving off their time and serving the people of South Africa and really giving back to the community, not just saying it, but actively living it. So I'm very excited today to be hanging out with Rifile Peterser. Nah? Yeah. Yes, I got it right. Yay. <laughs> you got it right. Yay. Rifile was born um, in Alexandra in 1983, raised by her grandfather, where she learned about history as well as community work. And, um, uh, at the age of 14, Rifile really had to uh, change her life when her grandfather was in prison due to political affiliations. And so she continued her journey to complete her matric. And here she is today to share her life story with us and really tell us more about herself and and tell us about some of the amazing work that she did. So firstly, thank you for opening with that poem because I think it's a nice uh, summary really of your life. 
Thank you, Lebang. You fear nothing, girl. Like, if there's anything I know about you, it's that you fear nothing. And I would just like to share how I came about knowing about you. So I, we have a mutual friend whom I grew up with. Her name is Nandi. And I said, uh, one day I, I had a WhatsApp status and I said, does anybody know somebody who's powerful, somebody who's doing great work for the community that I should chat to? And Nandi responded to me and said, look, if you're looking for somebody who doesn't wait for Mandela Day to do her 67 minutes, <laughs> <laughs> literally these were her exact words. She said, you know, this lady does her 67 minutes every day. She doesn't wait for Mandela Day. And that just said to me, I need to speak to this woman. Whoa. First, let me say thank you to Nandi. And, <laughs> and, and it's uh, really uh, because Nandi didn't even, uh, if she's listening, really, Nandi, you didn't tell me that you've got the surprise <laughs> for me. And you're quiet and, and just liking my, my status and mm. <laughs> say anything on WhatsApp. But um, thank you. Thank you to Nandi. And thank you, Nibang, of for course. Um, actually, after Nandi had actually... Um, you know, um, suggested me and you like, mm. yeah, cool. Let's, of course. let's check it out. Of course. Yeah. So Rifila, tell us where it all began for you. Because my favorite thing about you is that, you know, you, what you do, you do selflessly and it's like what's inside of you just sort of oozes out and you use your creativeness and your art and your skill to impact the life of others. So walk us through where it all began for you. Yo. So it started with a love letter. Um, I, I learned to write a love letter when I was in school, when I was mm. in grade three. Yeah. And, uh, part of me writing a love letter was because I realized that the other of my classmates who wanted to get close and fall in love. Mm. And however, they wouldn't be able to write their own love letters and put flowers like me. Mm. So they often said, huh, you can make nice flowers mm. and you also write uh, beautiful words. I mm. would write really nice short messages for them. Yeah. Then I started sailing for one rent's per nice. card, credit cards. <laughs> so, the beauty is in words, I realized. Mm. The beauty is in color. Mm. The beauty is in expression. Mm. That's how I felt. And I fell in love with poetry, not even knowing the name of what I was doing as poetry. Mm. I just named it words. Mm. Um, well, growing up, uh, you know, um, at home, which my home was like a community center, mm. where my grandfather would um you know give food to the most needy at that yes. time in the in the in the 90s yeah and growing up seeing that my grandfather doing the work and we also which is myself and my younger sister we had to learn what it is to grow up in a culture where we are able to help people who can't help themselves mm. whether they are sick or whether they need a, a meal for that day um, so we were able to help where we can, but what I, what I, what I took from, you know, uh, my giving home also was not just, um, for that time, I didn't realize, I, I, I thought it was just going to end there. It was mm. a part of my chores at home. Mm. Um, years later, growing up, uh, also to be a young adult, I fell in love with also giving, mm. But now that I'm an adult, I have a problem with giving. Okay. Yeah, I do. 
Uh. I have a problem with giving. I don't want to give anymore. Give, 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 giving meaning that giving as in like, uh, when you don't need, I give. I've mm. got clothes, I'm giving. Mm. I've got food, I'm giving. I've got, uh, whatever that I can share, I share. But whoever said you need it? Mm. What is it that you need? Mm. Um, I'm answering this to my, back to myself and looking back to myself with, um, the programs that we, I do in, in, in my community. Uh, currently, I'm running what I call this Kaftin program, which I'm running under Refilio Peterse Foundation. Okay. Which I just recently registered. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. Yes, I'm so yes. Yeah. So the reason why I hadn't, I've been doing all the work without registration and all that, I kind of felt like maybe I needed to answer some questions. Am I doing this work because I want to answer to Refilio Peterse Foundation? Mm. Am I doing this work because I want to be seen on Facebook doing nice work? Am I doing this for posts? Am I doing this for money? Am I doing this because I want to boost my presence, my ego, my status, my looks, my mm, mm. standards, you know? What's the reason? What's the reason? Mm, mm. I stopped for a while. I came back. I was like, I'm back. I'm back. I've got an answer. Now the answer says, yes, I want to do this because I too, when I grew up, somebody did it for me. 100%. I started there. Somebody used to put jam and, 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 um, rama, mm. um, poloni. Sometimes mm. it was a luxury anyway. <laughs> so I wanted to do it for the children. Mm. So I wake up early in the morning at 5 a.m. and put jam. And put rama, mm. margarine actually, mm. and um, children at half past six they will start coming in to collect their lunch boxes. Mm. It felt good. It felt so good. It feels like you woke up and you did something. It fulfills yes. that you've given somebody a piece of bread. Yes. At some time, I felt that bread is a right for every home. Mm. When you have bread, you have something for the stomach. Mm. So it's every house has a right to have a loaf of bread. Mm. And that's the philosophy that I was pushing at that time. And I found out that um whilst I'm running the program giving giving mm. I was getting drained myself because sure. I have to go out and 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 and, and, and ask mm. and um for you know beg from I'm, I'm i'm a beggar i'm begging from somebody and then i'm coming back to give my community mm. i go out every day to beg mm. for 10 loaves of bread 15 mm. loaves of bread sometimes 80 loaves of bread mm. i come back i give my community and i realize that i'm either beggar i'm getting drained mm. i'm so tired of begging mm. And then, um, I too, I'm getting tired of people begging from me. Mm, it's a vicious cycle. <laughs> it's a vicious cycle. Yeah. And I, I you know, I, I thought to myself that I, there's some, probably something that I'm doing wrong mm. with how I'm giving this bread and I need to look at it. I need to work on it. Mm. Um, so, uh, fortunately the bread went off by itself. I didn't get any more bread. So I had a bit of time to think really, is it, what is it that I'm doing and why am I doing this and how can I do it better? Mm. So yeah, I realized that even if I still give bread, people are always hungry. For sure. And even next year, even if I can die, 
they will still be hungry. Mm. I kind of felt that there was nothing that I'm doing by giving bread. Mm. And I cried when I found out that actually I've been doing nothing. Mm. It made me pain. It made me ask myself a lot of questions as to why have I been, will kindness destroy somebody's life? No, I said no. Mm. I felt that way because I felt like I was just giving, but there's nothing in giving. If you're not giving for purpose. Mm. So, yeah, I went back again on the drawing board and I said, okay, so who are these people that you're giving? First, mm. who are these people? I said, they're children. Mm. And who are they to you? And I said, they're children in my community. Mm. I just said that I answered simple like that. And what do you expect them to do? And I said, an answer came out. Literally, I looked around and I looked around Alexandra and I said, who? Oh, I can imagine if they achieve their dreams. I can imagine if they become something more than what they are now. Mm-hmm. I can imagine if they're going to be a better version than their homes. Mm. I can imagine if they're going to be an upgraded version than their parents. Mm. There came such beautiful thoughts. Mm. And I said, but how do I achieve that, them becoming? They have to become. And I remember I said, oh, thank God. Thank God. I said, thank God that I didn't get bread for weeks. And I'm, I, I appreciate it. And I re- really prayed. And I said, thank God, because you opened my mind. Mm-hmm. Now I know I'm going back. For peppers. Yes. So I went back. When I went back, I said to the children, hey, come on here, children. So first I got a group of boys. Mm-hmm. And I said, how do you feel now that I'm unable to give you bread like I used to? And they say, yeah, we get hungry again. Our parents are not at home. Yeah, we are hungry even now. Yeah. And I felt, I said, okay. How about I give you something, a piece of bread that can last you a lifetime? Yes. They said, is it possible? Mm. How do you... Another one said, oh, so you're going to get a big truck for each <laughs> each one of us. And and we... um." We're going to, to, to get bread for a lap. Uh, no, no, Every no, no. single day for the rest Every, of their for lives. For the rest of their lives. <laughs> they were so happy. They were so happy. And you could see oh, the excitement in their faces, in mm. their eyes, in their voices, in their tones. I said, no. Mm. I want to help you. I want to be here so that tomorrow, if I'm not here, you can still be there for yourself. For yourself. Exactly. If I'm not here for you, I want you to be there for yourself. Mm. And the other child asked me, he said, but how are you going to do that? Mm. Because if I, I can't, I'm a child. I don't, mm. I, I'm a child. And I said, wait, we all have a chance to learn. Yeah. I have a chance to learn and you're also going to get a chance to learn. Mm. I haven't figured this whole thing out, but I think I know how we're going to roll out. Mm. So we started, it was last week, Tuesday, when we had our session, our this session with the boys. Mm. And yesterday we had our session with the boys. Um, I had a visitor. I promised them that I'm going to get somebody who's coming to visit them. Mm. Well, in my mind at that time, when I surprised, when I spoke about this surprise visitor, I had somebody that had, you know, 
done this and done that in their lives, who lives almost the life lives of their parents, of For their sure. brothers and uncles. Yes, yes. And that somebody was somebody who's you know um, lived at, um, in done substance abuse and yaupe, mm. and now he's um, no longer taking his um, you know um, change his life, and he's talking to youth in schools, and. Um, the boys were fascinated when he was telling his story. Mm. They were, you know, you could feel, you could sense that they are touched. Mm. And it's a touch that can change your life. If For I'm sure. not touching you, For sure. then if it's not getting into your heart, yep. it's not going anywhere. Yep. If it's going just in your ears, it can come out the other ear. Uh-huh. But if it's going in your heart, it can yes. stay somewhere in your soul. 100%. <laughs> and you know, sometimes all that it takes is just hope. And just hearing the story of somebody that started where you are now and seeing that they made it out alive, they made it out different, can encourage them to also be like, no, man, Lynn, I can do this. They can. The children were so encouraged. Look, Mm. you see, earlier when you, earlier you were talking to a gentleman, you, I heard, I heard a word you, you said, um, we got to get to a phase where we unlearn. Yes. But how do we introduce an unlearning process mm-hmm. in the lives, livelihoods of our children in our communities? Yes. And have them come to be the better versions of themselves. 100%. So we know that bullying is not right. We know mm. that animal abuse is not right. But mm. how do, how will they unlearn mm. in a, in a community or in a society where they are Seeing it as a norm because yes. it's to day to day life. Mm. Violence is a day to day life. Yep. Children killing one another. Yeah. Um, um, molestation. Mm. Nobody wants to talk about it because it's a day to day life. We grew up that way. Mm. Child neglect. Nobody mm. wants to talk about that because it's a norm. You ask all these children, they say, my mom. How many of you, I was shocked yesterday, I've mm-hmm. never asked the question, but the gentleman who was facilitating the program says they were, they were coming from men's and boys forum in Alex. And he's, yeah. he asked the question, how many of you, um, your pr- parents drink or are alcoholic? The other one said, no, m- my mom drinks sometimes, but I, I saw almost all of them saying, when every time when she can get a beer, every time mm. when he can get a beer, mm. my mm. parents drink and fight a lot, mm. and you can see. And then now we're talking about the becoming. Mm. We s- remember, we're still saying we want to s- see a child who's going to achieve to be a, the best version of what they are now. But yes. how do we get them out? Mm. How do we save them from already they are inside? Mm. So I don't know if you get me. I feel you. I feel you. They are inside the um, the life, yeah. that kind of life. Yeah. But cleaning them Ish. and allowing them to to also feel that it's not their fault. Yes. They are not wrong. Yes. They have not ruined anyone. There's no guilt There's on no their guilt. shoulders. Mm. Because some some will say, because I'm coming late at home, um, yeah, my my mom is no longer with my father. Maybe they are, mis- they are a mistake that mm. happened. So they feel um, some resentment yeah. and guilt. Mm. So, well, I'm happy the question was asked mm. because I too was able to answer some of the questions of how 
and how the program can work. We got yeah. thousands in the country, mm. not only in Alex. Mm. In the country, we got thousands and thousands and thousands of programs, mm. and all these programs, mostly, a portion of them, are talking to development. Yes. Development was introduced, I don't know how many years back, but I too found it that way. Mm. That development, particularly in Africa, mm. was brought because of we are a third world mm. continent. Yes. And that's when we, uh, food parcels were introduced and people were taking pictures. Yeah. Pose in front of a picture with a bag of mealy meal with a plate of powder. Mm. And, um, and, and those that, that used to, con- that's, that style mm. I, I don't like mm. where you, you got to give mm. and then you take pictures and you say this is the child with the stomach mm. with, the, w- mm. with the, the suffering they've been here lying here for the past three days mm. I too I'm a human being I too went through hunger and starvation and I grew up a shy child mm. when you call my name and say those who know they slept without any food, please come forward. I wouldn't. Of course, there's there's a there's a, a bit of embarrassment, shyness. Yes. Um, humiliation. Humiliation is the word. Humiliation. That's the word. So I, Libang, I would say no, no, no. I'm not going. I feel it mm. when you are, and it makes you. It's it's the 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 system. This system of development, there's a system of development. It's affecting the people. Mm. It's not working. Mm. If we're giving people more, we're just giving them. It just leaves them with an expectation all the time. For sure. That I will keep getting. I will keep getting. Yeah. Yeah. But... Sorry, go on. Yeah, but I believe I believe in then I I, I too come from development mm-hmm. where uh, well uh, in our country we know what it is when we're talking about development. Hello, everybody. <laughs> we know we're talking <laughs> what we're talking about when we're talking about development. So mm-hmm. it be new houses for the people. Yeah. yeah. RDP houses for the people. Yeah. Free electricity. Yeah. Free water. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That's what. We're talking about mm. when we're talking about development, mm. free education. Yeah, mm. that's what we're talking about. And mm. people's fists are high up in the air. Yeah. Excitement, and celebrating. They yeah. say, "Yeah, we're receiving. This is good. Mm. We got a good government working." Mm. I'm not talking about the government here. I'm talking about myself mm. as a community activist and as a as a neighbor to somebody, mm. and also as a as a woman. Yeah. As a mother. So here I said, okay, I, I don't want to be dealing with this big word whom I don't know whoever came up with this word. I can't even pick this word up right now. It's not working for me. So I actually literally just put it aside and I said, let me see if I can do empowerment. Okay. I too wanted to be empowered. Yes. When I grew up. Look, I, mm. I went to school by myself mm. from age of 14. I mm. took myself to school. Um, high school finished also by myself, and then I went to work as a domestic worker and sure. come back and pay my school fees mm. every time I went to collect for school fees, mm. you know. And I said to myself, now that I'm you know, I, I'm an adult, 
you you struggle through for everything because yeah. you know you struggle for your school fees and when you finish probably your results won't be that good because you, you half of the time you you're working yeah for your school fees there's no time to study there's no time for homework because you're fighting to stay in that school you're fighting for your life you're fighting for your life that's it you're fighting for your life that's so it. any anything else doesn't matter mm. anyway fortunately i passed with that d Yes, I passed. <laughs> shout out to the D, shout out. Cause it, <laughs> yes. it, it got you to uh, where you are. Yes, I passed with an E. And mm. I'm, I'm so shout sorry. Out to the e. They, they took my meds. I'm just revealing for the first time in so many years, since 2000, I did my metric and everybody else that is hearing this South Africa, I got HL. It means higher, I don't lo- lower grade. Mm, um, mm. On, on meds I don't know how they got me there I mm. don't know But it came that way yeah. I was on standard grade But I don't know how they got me on LG Lower mm. grade So that's how it is That's how I passed mm. I never did well mm. Anyway Guess what I wanted to be a doctor So I was very inspired And I still continued to apply Hey, everywhere. I even went to the South African Defense Force. Mm. I applied everywhere. Hey, who's going <laughs> to take an, 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 an LG? Nobody mm. You know mm. Support system wasn't there. I wished it was there. Mm-hmm. I needed empowerment. Yeah. So I learned through my journey. My yes. journey helped me to learn about the importance of empowerment. Yes. I thought I was going to go to varsity. I never went mm. until 2017 mm. when I'm almost how old? 30 something. Mm. And, um, I got an opportunity and now you must see this opportunity also doesn't come as in like you're going to do your honors and you, and they say, hey, we're giving you an opportunity to to come and study applied arts and arts management. I'm thinking, oh, this is a brilliant opportunity. Yeah. Only then I went. So it's not as easy as, you know, an empowered child, a child who is not empowered, mm. a child who is not discovered, mm. a child whose talents are not nurtured, mm. a child who is neglected is totally left dead, yeah. left by themselves to pull through. It's hard. Mm. And most of the children are facing that because their parents are not there. Mm. They living their lives on social media. Ish. They don't have time to coach their children. They don't have time to see mm. what they the child are lacking what mm. the child needs are mm. they don't have time to because they are in relationships they're no longer with the father mm. or the mothers of the children mm. so they are in new relationships that also needs to be N- nurtured. nurtured yeah there's a lot of um, the, factors you know what i mean mm. so a child is by themselves how mm. many children today it doesn't mean just because i have a mother i have a mom who's sure. really um, looking after me. So a mom can just be clearly just a symbol mm. of, you know, a woman or, or even a father can be a symbol, just mm. symbolic. But mm. it, are they here in my life? Exactly. Well, I grew up from that background where I know my mom, my mom, you know, from infancy, I had to be a mom. Mm. Imagine a mother who's only one day old. At all. You have to, yay, you're going to change that pampas. You're going to change. You can't change that pampas. Somebody will. And you know that somebody won't because you will ban. Your bum will ban. Exactly. Somebody won't. And you start learning as a child already Mm. that, no, either this... Must just take it off. Yeah, find a way. Yes. (laughs) Find a way. Yes. How how does a three-month-old say, I'm complaining about this napkin or pampas and Mm. somebody's going to take it off? Nobody, Nobody does. Eventually, you grow up 
survival instincts. Survival instincts. Exactly. They kick in from mm. that age. So these, but you know, survival instincts are not the same. Mm. Other children battle more than other children. Yes. And other children, they fall to negativity. They yeah. don't know how to turn this negative into a positive. Yes. So it becomes a challenge. Mm. Also, when you're talking about survival instinct, not everybody was taught mm. that you got to survive. Exactly. You got to survive. Mm. You must hang on. Mm. That's why a lot of teenagers, they take their own lives. Mm. They can't take it anymore. Mm. It's too much for them. Even adults mm. growing up, it's too hard for them. But now, life is here on the phone. Yeah. Um, we don't have a connection. Mm. So I thought by creating this boys program and girls program, we're going to allow connection, allow stories, allow children being able to narrate their and translate their own stories, mm. allow healing, allow ex children learn how to express themselves, allow children to navigate their mm. thoughts mm. and see how where they leading them to yeah. see beyond um, what they, they are today. But now because we've started, I said to Charles, who's the chairperson of the men's forum, I said, yo, booty Charles, mm. all I wish is for us to go slow, slow, slow. Mm. It's okay. Every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Mm. because I take my theater lessons and, and, and acting classes and then I come back home mm. around about that time. Mm. We'll call the children, they come in. And you can't believe, we had stories, beautiful and awful stories. Mm. I've had stories of how cats... Also, my cat was a victim, how she was tortured At all. almost to death. But now it's children venting out. Mm. Um, I've heard stories of how they beat on each other. I've heard stories of somebody who was, um, you know, bleeding because somebody just throw, thrown a stone on them. Mm. I too, they've thrown, they've thrown stones on me mm. because they've got nowhere to vent out. Yeah. So we created a platform where children without eating, I didn't have scuffed in yesterday and I felt so proud of myself and so proud of the children that even without the scuffed in, mm. they sat for three hours mm. in a program where I didn't think they can be so good with, you know, with, 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 with concentration. Yes. Because these are the children who play until 10 p.m. at night in the streets. Mm. So the other night I go to the streets. Well, the streets are packed. It's a Friday night. Mm. Everybody's good. Some, somebody's got a beer bottle. Somebody's just already mm. finding their way through home. They can't walk. You can clearly see they've, you know, been mm, they've drinking. Had they've few. had a few. Yeah. Uh, some are buying. Well, there's a corner here where the children actually dance to the tavern music. The mm. tavern is just next door where they stay. Mm. So you'd see about 50 to 60 children. From the ages of 5 to 15, mm. they are in the streets. It's 9 o'clock. I'm like, 9 o'clock. And I'm like, oh, That's it's 10 o'clock. Mm. The children are in the streets. Mm. I'm looking, but there's no mother coming to collect their child. Mm. Everything seems normal. Mm. And I'm like, this is very abnormal. Mm. I look at the tavern guy. He's not saying anything. He just goes on with his life. He's selling the, his, his, um, his stock. Exactly. Um, I'm looking at the children. They're having fun. The streets are normal. Nothing. You know, I found out 
you know, later, because I'd made a video of what was happening. Yeah. When I was sitting in the house, that night I slept really late, asking myself, but how can this be? What's going to happen with these children? All of them. Mm. All of them. The girls and the boys. What's going to happen to these children? Mm. Is this what they're going to become? Really, really, really? I get, I get so, you know, concerned. So, fortunately... God gave me an idea of of running a a program of thought. So I call it a program of thought because it's meant to deal with the mind. Yes. It's also meant to um allow children to be able to to find their own solutions yes. instead of because you know this is tiring. Development says bring solution to the people. Um uh, now we see that there's GBV. The government says, we are going to form the GBV council. And now our government formed the GBV council. Mm, they're reacting. They're reacting. Mm. They're not coming down to the mm. people and say, hey, we what see do you, need? you yeah. guys are, are beating on each other. Women, mm. you women are dying every day. Mm. You men are beating on your women every day. We see um, you are not happy, obviously, mm. in your homes. What is happening? We see um, learners are killing each other in the sc- dying in the school premises. Yes, yes. What is happening? What do you want? What can be done? But there's no until what can be done is not a question, or mm. the, the question is non-existent. Mm. Then, really, we we too far from empowerment. Mm. So I I was happy to sit with the children and say, what could be done? I heard somebody. Um, Say, yeah, we, you know, I, I, I love doing garden. I'm like, oh, there's somebody that loves and it's proper mm. for the times we're living in. I too struggle to just come in here with transport money. Mm. But if you have your own garden, you can sell a few vegetables. Yes. And you can live off from your garden, but mm. also that it introduces healthy eating. Yes. The yes. problem of healthy eating is a pro, is a psychological problem. The yes. kitchen is a reason for the sicknesses and is a, is sure. a problem for, um, how we think mm. And also the lifestyle is a problem Of what we become mm. So imagine a child Now is, now this is me Thinking about beauty mm. This is what I call beauty at mm. its best Now imagine a child Who knows that actually you can eat Fresh green Beans mm. And cabbage from a garden mm. Imagine a child who who knows that they can write their own story and mm. they can actually create that story for a company, a certain company. Mm. Imagine if a 16-year-old can provide Cliff Central with content, mm. any a child content. You'd mm. be, you you won't say no. Yeah. But imagine children who are empowered to believe that they don't even have to be employed in, because there's no more employment. I mean, we've all seen it, mm. especially with COVID. This is what we've been taught. Yep. Yes, we, we've been taught now what's actually being implanted in our minds every day is how technology, how technology is um, advancing so fast. But we're not also realizing how our children are lagging behind in the mm. townships, mm. especially but not on, only in the townships, even also in the suburb areas, whether white or black, we face almost similarly the same struggles um, amid the COVID. So children, yes, they know they can. their mothers have phones and some of them do have phones. But I believe children have a great, amazing content that they can create. I, mm. I've seen my daughter create um, a story about a grand a grandmom and, and, and a teenager staying together and they've 
they the teenager wanting to invite friends more often and grandmom mm. trying to teach the young lady not, not to chew a chippy and invite her friends more often to the house. Mm. But she's talking about ways and methods of discipline yes. and how to breed a, a, a teenager to be a best version of a young woman. Yes. Um, we don't have those programs, but those are the programs that we see in a beautiful, in a be- beautiful township. Mm. We see women being able to come together and, and, and talk about their problems. Um, without communication, we are way far. Mm. And if that communication is being chopped off, it's a problem. We are not t- talking to the problems. We see, a men's men come men are coming together but it's not more often we see mm. men coming together mm. but when people come together there's always a solution always but when people are so far apart from each other there's no solution so now I want to come here. I'm going all over then there where I feel anyway. <laughs> you know, you I'm, know I'm, I'm I'm just taking all of this in there's the thing is there's just so much <laughs> There's so much and there's so many layers and there's, you know, shortcuts and back doors and there's so much to talk about. And I completely understand. (laughs) I completely get it. Like I even forgot what the question was. I I forgot what the question was because I'm just so enthralled in in all these stories that you're sharing and how layered they are. And what I love most about what you're saying is that you're giving us an actual like story Mm. about real Life experiences, real mm. life truths mm. that you see and live with these kids. Mm. But my favorite thing about it is that not you're not sitting here saying, I want to give these kids fish every day, these mm. temporary solutions. You want to teach them how to fish. Mm. You want to you want to empower them to be able to do their own things. As you're saying, next year, if you're not here, they mm. must still go on. Mm. And so yeah. <laughs> Like I wish time was Time is always just Never on our side Mm. It's never on our side Because there's still so much That I want to talk to you about There's still so much I want to unpack Because I feel like You are a wealth of knowledge And you're a wealth of experience And if it were up to me We could sit here all day (laughs) We could sit here the whole day And just go on and on and on Um, Just before we end off What is your end vision? What's your end goal for the work that you do? Because as you say, you know, this is just focused, um, Konago Alexander. So these are the things that you see. These are the things you experience that you grow up around. What is your end goal for the work that you do? The end goal is to create the legacy. Mm. The legacy lives on for generations to generations. If there's no legacy, there's mm. no continuation. Nobody's going to pass the baton. Yeah. We need to learn to pass the baton. Passing yeah. the baton, it should be a very wonderful baton, a baton of success, mm. a baton of um, wisdom. Mm. And that's the baton I want to pass. And how do I create this legacy? There was a question I was asked by my mentor. I got myself a mentor last week because I felt that I, I needed to create this legacy. And I need all the powers from where I can. Self-development, but also seeing that... um I focus my mm. eyes on this legacy. So the legacy is a home, a home, not even like a home where people can go and sleep, yes. but it's a school of thought. Of course. Where we children, women are going to learn about our behaviors mm. and see and learn how they affect us and how the more we are evolving 
we are evolving and the more we are evolving if we're lacking behind and remaining remaining behind ourselves mm. meaning remaining behind with self knowledge mm. can take us too long to be or to head where we are mm. we don't want to be a faded nation mm. so the legacy the school of thought the school of the mind people will learn to work in creating systems that work for them mm. without them having to depend on someone bringing them systems that can work for them mm. because self knowledge it encourages one to be able to create for themselves because mm. you know exactly who you are mm. you know exactly the powers you have it is a system that will say the school system is not working for our children mm. it is time that we put systems in place that are going to promote our children's strengths yes. and weaknesses yes a system that says if a child from a very young age is a carpenter mm. that child from that age must be groomed and nurtured yes. and promoted and yes. looked after until they know that they are in the circle in industry of carpentry mm. they become that and they don't have to wait until they are 90 to become businessmen and women mm-hmm. at the age of 5 mm. if i found a nurturer at the age when i was in school mm. trust me today i would be probably a billionaire yeah yeah there are thousands of billionaires who go to the grave mm. with 0.00 account there are thousands of uh crafters and inventors mm. who go to the grave without even accomplishing what they came here the purpose they came do. for yeah. and we our country it will not be where it must be mm. if these people they are here they are on the ground mm. and we need to go get our soldiers to fight for our country mm. because if we're not looking after our soldiers then we are killing ourselves mm. and unfortunately the treasure that we're talking about when we're talking about South Africa it is with our children mm. whether black white indian this thing has got no color mm. we have to look at our children and say what methods are we using for our children mm. looking at let's let's um also work seeing that the system in the school of thought this vision of the legacy mm. it's a connection and a link to the existing platforms the existing organizations that say come organizations let's come together mm. let's look at the methodologies because this thing it doesn't need only for us to just be here physically yes. but it will need us to go deep and unleash a system a psychological system mm. every and most or half of the programs that must exist in this country they must be psychological sure if they're not going to be psychological they're not dealing with the mind the system is corrupted yeah and that's why everything is a norm mm. it's a, it's not normal when we're living in a society where we can just say rape and nobody gets like nobody oh, jumps mm. no it's, mm. it's it's 
so you can see there is some sort of a debrief. There is some sort of an unlearning process that must be done. And the only way to do it is by building new schools yes. that are meant to work with the mind. Yes. So I'm saying, yeah, the legacy will do that. The legacy of... um a mind education, brain education, thinking education, leadership education, mm. it will definitely do that. Mm. Leadership is something that we are far beyond what we're talking about. Mm. So we need to come back and invest yes. as people, yes. as a community. Now we're not talking about the government again. Yeah, we're no. talking about us. I think <laughs> we, we, we are at the point where we realize that Waiting for the government to save us is not an option. It's not working. We need to come together as people, as Batu. It's on us now. Yeah. If you want to see a better South Africa, you need to start. And yeah. it, and I always say this, that it's not going to be this huge thing that everybody feels yeah. at the same time. You just start in your household. Yeah. You start in your neighborhood, yeah. in your little community, in your schools, in, in your areas. Because yeah. if you can do that, all we hope is that there's somebody like you in yes. other areas and other spaces who are then doing the same thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Rifile, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for for allowing us to be in your presence. Honestly, this is an honor. <laughs> I didn't you. I didn't know I'd be this moved <laughs> by what you were sharing today, yeah. but I am pleasantly surprised and I am just hopeful that we can have another conversation yeah. in the coming months just to to see how things have gone. To see the progress that you've made To obviously partner with you To mm. participate yeah. And if somebody's listening at home right now And they want to know more about what you do Or they want to even volunteer Or they want to help financially Or they want to help with resources How can they contact you? Okay, um, if anybody is interested to know more about me Can they... Oh my God. Go on my face. I've got a Facebook handle. It's Refile Peterse. So it's R-E-F-I-L-W-E. Peterse is spelled P-I-E-T-E-R-S-E. Um, that's also my Instagram, um, handle. And also you can go to my website page. It's Refile, R-E-F-I-L-W-E, Peterse, P-I-E-T-E-R-S-E dot com. Um, W-W- com. I left, I left the WW. Okay. <laughs> and then, um, we coming just shortly. We've got, um, I'm planning a children's, um, um, Christmas party, oh, which, um, yeah, which is going to be uh, a program with children's stories. So we, we basically, Doing a New Year's resolution for 2022, mm. so the children will just basically saying this is what they see the 2022 to be like, mm. and this is what they envision with the 2022. Uh, but that it's going to be in visual arts, in um, in in reading and in writing as well. So we'll be reading stories. They'll be reading their own story. They'll be narrating their own stories, and they'll be showing the the arts, um, the hand the handwork, and also um, what what will happen? We'll be giving our children gifts. So. So my excitement is that children will at least, at least some will, it will be their first time mm. opening a gift. Mm. So I don't know what's yet because I haven't found any sponsors yet, but yeah, pe- some are calling, but nothing promising as yet. So if you are interested in being a part of a children's Christmas party, which must happen in Alex, please do um, contact me on the handles that I've left. And if anyone, um, wants to um you know find me and they can't find me can they also um link to Cliff Central who is um yeah my reference currently thank you thank you for having me and thank you for listening and thank you yeah, yeah, if, 
if anybody is doing similarly to what I do and also they just want to give advice, I will really appreciate any advices. And as I, as I said earlier that I'm looking forward to, as I was talking about the legacy that I'm looking forward to develop myself. So I'm looking for anybody that says I'm not looking for money. Yes, I'm not looking for money, but I'm looking for resources. Mm. So if you are there and thinking that you've got much to give, whether it's in knowledge, whether it's in wisdom, mm. whether is you want to uh, be able to give knowledge to the children, you are more than um, welcome um, to contact me or contact the Cliff Central um, Radio. Thank Woo! You. Love it, love it, love it, love it. And that is why we do what we do, so that we can empower you, so you can empower the people that you empower, so they can also take that empowerment and pass it on, pass that baton on, on and on and on and Thank on. Thank you so much. And this is, of course, this is us. This is the South Africa that we envision. This is what we want to see for our country. And it's all about the kids. It's all about empowering the youth. And I can only hope that after listening to this, you will also be empowered to do exactly that wherever you are, with whomstever you can do it with, with the little that you've got, it can definitely go a long way. Thank you so much for tuning into Life with LeBang, courtesy of cliffcentral.com. Cliffcentral.com.